Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. All right, it's Friday, and I, for one, am looking forward to the weekend. We've got another great barn find coming up later in the show. But before we get to that, let's get to the news. One of the former executives from the old General Motors just landed a big job. Troy Clark was named the CEO of Navistar International, the big commercial truck company, under former CEO Dan Eustian, the company bet on the wrong kind of emissions technology for its diesel engines and racked up huge fines and posted big losses. Billionaire investor Carl Icahn threw Eustian out, brought in three of his own board members, and now they appointed Clark to run the company. Clark was pushed out of GM right after the bankruptcy when he was president of GM North America, the same job now held by Mark Royce. You know, I've heard of all kinds of sales gimmicks before, but not this one. GM Korea will now allow owners who get in an accident to come back to the dealership and pick out a new car. As you can imagine, there are a few caveats. You have to make any swap within the first three years of ownership. The owner must be 50% or less responsible for the accident, and the repair cost must be at least 30% of the vehicle's purchase price. The damaged vehicle must be repaired at the owner's or the insurer's expense at a certified Chevrolet service facility and then returned to the dealer before getting a new car. The Ford Mustang is going to get a four-cylinder engine again. Many of you may remember the Mustang SVO from the mid-80s that had a turbocharged four, and others may remember the ill-fated Mustang II from the 70s that was fitted with a four-cylinder lump that came right out of the Pinto. According to a report from Edmonds, the 2015 edition of the Pony Car will get a hopped up version of the two liter EcoBoost engine that's currently in the Ford Focus ST. But this option is for European eyes only. Displacement will be 2.3 liters. It'll put out 300 horsepower and will get 23 miles per gallon in the city and 32 on the highway. European customers will also have the option of Ford's 5-liter V8, and that leaves me asking, why can't we get their engine if they can get ours? Last year, Renault announced it's reviving the iconic Alpine sports car brand. The first car is not going to be available until 2016, so in the meantime, the brand will return to endurance racing for the first time in 35 years. Alpine will race in this year's 24 Hours of Le Mans and in the 2013 European Le Mans series with a prototype car powered by a 500-horsepower Nissan engine. Alpine won a whole lot of class victories in the 1960s at Le Mans and took the overall win in 1978. A consortium led by the researchers at the Technical University of Munich created a lightweight electric vehicle known as the Vizio M. Thanks to a monocoque carbon fiber body, this two-seater EV only weighs 1,100 pounds, and yet it can meet all the crash standards. 
It's powered by a 15 kilowatt, 20 horsepower electric motor that's mated to a prototype transmission that's 15% lighter than conventional designs. Other participants in the consortium are BMW, Daimler, and Continental, so maybe we'll see some trickle-down effect in future vehicles. It's time for another edition of Barn Finds, where we feature some of the coolest vehicles that you have discovered. Today's submission is a threefer. Scratch that, a fourfer. Chris Orchard spotted these trucks outside of a business in New Lenox, Illinois. At first glance, it looks like a trio, but on closer inspection, there's actually a fourth cab perched behind the middle rig. And if you're curious as to what these rust buckets looked like new, here, through the magic of Photoshop, is what you'd see if this GMC got a little TLC. Don't these trucks remind you of the GM Future Liners that were used in the company's Parade of Progress tours? Very cool find, Chris. And if you think that you've got a good pick for an upcoming barn finds, shoot us an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. I'm Seamus McElroy at the Circuit of America's track in Austin, Texas. And coming up next, a look at Jeep's high-performance vehicle. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. Chrysler's street and racing technology is only about a decade old and became a brand of its own about two years ago. It showcases the company's commitment to performance with not only the Viper, but vehicles you'd never expect to find at the racetrack, like its top-selling SUV. So for the 2014 Grand Cherokee SRT, our top improvements really come through our drivetrain with the 8-speed transmission and the modifications to the rear differential which allows us to improve trailer tow to 7,200 pounds. Um, that's an increase of 44%. We also have the new performance pages in our 8.4 radio. Those have special features like allowing you to op upload your information to the cloud. We also have rev matching downshifts with the vehicle. Um, we have sport mode uh, that comes along with our transmission in auto, so you can either be in drive or in sport mode. Um, and we also have our launch button, which we're very excited about, which lets you get that maximum acceleration from zero to whatever speed you want to get to. And then once you let off, the car returns to its normal mode. Those improvements and more really come to life if you get the truck out on a track like Chrysler allowed us to do in Austin. But only a small segment of its customers will be able to experience this performance. The rest will experience it in a variety of ways. A lot of people ask me, specifically with the uh, Grand Cherokee SRT, it says, why, who buys this car? You know, an SUV is supposed to go rock crawling and all that stuff. Um, the customers buying this car are discovering a machine that is incredibly capable um, it, for active lifestyles. The kind of people buying are very successful people that have some leisure time. They love motorsports. They love to drive quickly and, and have fun with their vehicles. But they also like to take their friends out and they like to tow their toys and, and they don't want to be held up if it's a snowy day, right? So that Grand Cherokee does it all. And we're seeing a lot of people come out of some very premium vehicles uh, considering our brands for the first time. So they're discovering, they're getting more than they expected, a, a vehicle that uh, bends the rules of physics, but at the same time uh, delivers in terms of quality, uh, sound system that are second to none, brake system second to none. So it's a fantastic uh, representation of where the brand is headed. 
Well, if speed, performance, and a launch control button are the kinds of things you're looking for in an SUV, then the Grand Cherokee SRT may be right up your alley. It starts at around $64,000 and will be in dealerships in April. From Austin, Texas, I'm Seamus McElroy for AutoLine Daily. Thanks for that report, Seamus. That SRT GC sure looks like a blast to drive, but you know, I'd love to see Jeep make a diesel version of the SRT GC. Now that would be awesome. Anyway, that wraps up this week's reports. Go have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.